Trying to make her a co-host real quick and keeps moving. Ah, I'll have to do it in a minute. All right, guys, welcome to Healthy Together time tonight. We're really excited to be here. My name is Kat Fuller. This is my husband, John Fuller. We're Optivia, certified Optivia coaches and global directors. And um, we're super happy to share tonight with you some of the most powerful things that we've learned in our lives, I think. Um, as far as we're talking, tonight we're talking about, and I'm just going to get rocking right into this, into this beautiful picture of an iceberg, right? Like, what kind of emotions do you have when you see an iceberg? I, I mean, have any of you ever seen a mountain in real life? Like I, I was going through thinking about all these beautiful icebergs that I'm going to show you several. There's this one. Oh my gosh, look how pretty they are. I've never seen one in, I don't think I've ever seen one in real life. I've never been out in the ocean or in the Arctic during this, the time where ice, icebergs are out there floating around. Uh, but one thing about icebergs, you actually, I'm going to share a few little random, random knowledge of ice of icebergs for you some are huge some are as big as a state some are as small as a car when they're little they're called growlers i know you guys care about the stuff it's important to me um and then when they get when they're a little bit bigger than growlers then they're called bergy bits <laughs> <laughs> like a car size one would be like a bergy bit i think that's kind of cute um they get small they um and then they're called small iceberg large iceberg depending on how their size so Kind of interesting, right? So they all float. They're lighter than the salt, than the seawater, which is kind of cool to think about. And they, they'll float around until they melt. Um, some of them have as much as 90% of their area underneath the water. Um, and you've probably seen icebergs. There's a kayak. Someone said in the chat, they wanted a kayak and see icebergs. There it is for you. There's, there's that picture for your vision board. I think it's beautiful. Icebergs are as unique as snowflakes. So beautiful, right? Look at that one. And the underneath, look how beautiful that is. I just, I love these pictures and I wanted to share with you some icebergs and get your minds thinking about icebergs. You have seen some of these things before. Icebergs are used to talk about someone successful. And this is all the stuff that you don't see that they're doing that goes into it, right? How about how we show up in the world? Our behavior is on the surface, but underneath is all of the things that make up what our capability, our beliefs, our values, our identity, our purpose, right? That can be an iceberg. Um, I love this one. This is hidden emotions. So when anger present is present and you see anger often, I'm sure, and some of you maybe more often than you want to, but um, th where there's anger, there's always pain underneath. Uh, Eckhart Tolle said that, and I often think there's not just pain there's a lot of other emotions and i love this um, diagram with with the iceberg of overwhelm nervous hurt embarrassed traumatized insecure exhausted so really people are presenting anger and that's what you see but you don't really know what emotions they're feeling and oftentimes we don't even know what our emotions are that we're truly feeling and sometimes we just feel angry and really we're hurt or we're insecure or we're just exhausted. Okay. So we're going to go into the life book a little bit today. And, um, and I don't know where you are in it, in your journey, but we can talk about any of the elements at any time and healthy, to, healthy together time. 
And today I kind of wanted to just briefly share kind of the first four elements and just kind of talk about in one, we learned how to be clear on why we're here. We, we, we put together our why. In element two, we talked about what we want to create. In element three, you learned about habit loops and how to create what you want. So element four, the next element, right after getting clear why you're here, knowing what you wanna create and knowing how to create what you want, we're talking about mindset. And building a healthy mindset is one of the most critical pieces in our journey. And I wanna share something from the life book with you that Dr. A wrote. You have now acquired some powerful tools contained within the Habits of Health Transformational System. They're designed to help you learn and install your new behaviors. Hopefully you now understand that real change isn't just possible, it's inevitable. That is, if you're willing to become a student of the creative process and put the time in to make the necessary changes to install the habits of health. In order to overcome and move past your current behaviors and tendencies and make your weight, health, and well-being sustainable, we need to add element four, building a healthy mindset. Dr. A's goal for us is to become the dominant force in our lives. And when he says that, he's serious. He's not joking. He said, when you have internal stability and external equilibrium, each day of your life will become all help magical. You will possess a habit that most have never even thought about. So today, as we dive into icebergs a little bit, I want you to think about how this affects your mindset. And we're gonna teach you some principles and concepts and some new stuff, and you might get a little bit uncomfortable. I hope you do, because that means you're growing. So we all have hidden icebergs. Every single one of us have parts of us that people don't know, people don't see. Um, we have unconscious commitments, which we're gonna talk a little bit more about later specifically. But just kind of an overview is these are things that we are, we don't know that we're necessarily committed to, okay? Um, we have stories that we tell ourselves that might be part of our, the, the underlying structure of our icebergs. And the unknown, right? Just, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. Do you know what you don't know? I don't know what I don't know. Clearly, I don't know a lot of things. I want to introduce you to my friend, Jen. Now, Jen and I have been friends a long time, so we had to throw in a picture from the good old days. Um, this is when we were, um, we were caving. We were spelunking in a cave that is now no longer open. And um, it was kind of like, it was kind of like an iceberg. Caves can be like icebergs. They can be really, like, they're really deceptive and, and they can be way bigger than you realize. And you don't realize how, like, it's crazy. So Jen and I had some fun. This is my friend, Jen Peterson and her beautiful family. And I'm going to have Jen share some things about her hidden icebergs. Hey guys, thanks Kat for introducing me. Fun times back in the day. So um, yeah, I love the things that are being, are being said um, so far tonight. And as I've been thinking about some of the things that I have been committed to um, along my journey, I, I've been um, a client for a little over three years and coaching for almost three. And I um, have noticed, and especially when I first got started, I realized that I had a couple of things I was committed to. Number one, I was committed um, 
kind, kind of unconsciously committed to the fact that I already knew what to do. So when I very first got started, I actually only lasted four days, you guys. So, and then I, I came back another year or so later. So I was committed to the fact that I already knew what to do. And the other commitment um, I realized I was struggling with was that I didn't want anyone to know that um, I was trying to get healthy and lose a little bit of weight. And, um, and so I kind of hid my bars and I would hide and eat them. And so I had all these weird things that I just felt like I, you know, these little unconscious commitments that I had to myself that I was doing. And so, um, the other unconscious commitment that I had is I have Epstein-Barr virus. And so I have always had to take a power nap and I was committed to the fact that I would always have to take a power nap if I wanted to have energy during the day. So all of these things were part of that. And, um, I began to realize once I really gave the program a shot, um, that those things were just not the case for me. I didn't know everything shocker. Right. And, um, and then also, um, you know, I had always been known as the healthy one. Well, I had made some decisions that were causing me to be unhealthy. And the fact that I needed to take a, a power nap every day was not my Epstein bar. It was the way I was eating and, and living my life. So um, those are some of the unconscious commitments that I had. Some of my hidden icebergs. Um, I've been thinking about this today. And as I was talking to Kat, I told her something that happened last night. And I was like, I am not going to share that. <laughs> and But I have decided throughout the day that I am going to share it. And the reason for that is Kat just mentioned at the beginning that sometimes we have to get uncomfortable, right? And so this makes me uncomfortable to even share. But I think that as I share, there will be many of you that can relate and realize that we all have these hidden icebergs, like Kat said, we all have them in whatever aspect. So something, I'm a, I'm a coach and um, I met my goal a couple years ago or so. And so I've been able to stay pretty healthy for the most part as I've continued to be a client and, and coach. Well, last night I found myself, you know, we all have hard things going on, you know, some really hard, some a little bit hard. And so I found myself eating my emotions last night. And I, you know, if you haven't heard of fact versus story, stick around for a long enough few weeks, months, you'll eventually hear about fact versus story. But, um, but the fact was I was eating some foods that were not serving my health. And after I did that, the story I told myself is, oh, Jen, you are the absolute worst health coach. <laughs> like, how can you go coaching people and telling them to not eat their emotions when you're eating your emotions. Um, and so those are the stories I started to tell myself last night. And I thought, oh, you, you know, get, get with it, Jen, do all the things you tell the people to do. And, um, and, and I didn't last night, I just gave in to all of it. So what I began to realize is sometimes we as coaches put ourselves on this, um, unreasonable pedestal, as well as I think we look to our coaches as like, maybe they have it all figured out and they're doing things perfectly, as well as you might look at other clients that are, you know, just doing great. And you think, how come I can't be like them? And what we don't see is what is underneath, right? Those hidden icebergs, what they're going through, their failures, their struggles, their everything that they're going through. And what we need to realize is that we're all going through those things that we are all part of a journey and we need each other. And so that's what I began to realize 
and also learning from those things. What I learned from last night is that, that it's hard, but it's doable. And I woke up this morning going, I am going to be better today. And that's what we need to do is just recommit each day and know that we're okay. We're totally okay. And these, these hidden icebergs are the things that if we take the time, we will grow from them and have greater success. So I hope that that can help someone as you go along and just realize that you're not alone. Plug into this community of people um, because that's that's the magic sauce. One of the magic sauces, I should say, of this program is the community um, and just plugging into them. So thanks for letting me share. Oh my gosh, Jen, thank you so much. And I love I love when people come on these kind of webinars and, and share from their hearts and the real stuff. And I didn't know what you were going to share for sure. If you are going to have the courage to, to, it's not a confession. None of us are priests. None of us are like the food police or anything, but it's so real. You guys, I love this image of we see someone, we think they're perfect and maybe they've had binging days or bad sleep or all these things that you see on the screen, not exercising, negative attitude, fixed mindset. Maybe they buffer their emotions with all kinds of different ways, but the difference between these people and the ones that stick around is these people are doing the work. Like Jen said, waking up the next day and saying, I'm going to be better. Yesterday is over. Today's a new day. And how can I show up as my best self? I love that, Jen. Thank you. I also love this quote. Just, it's so true. Successful leaders are like icebergs. When you look at one, you see about 10% of it and the rest of it's hidden under the water. When you look at successful people, you only see a fraction of their lives. You see the part that looks good, but there's a lot that remains hidden that's neither exciting nor glamorous. You guys, the work can get really messy and that's okay. I wanna sh share something that has really helped open my eyes and that's this word, awareness. Um, a lot of times I think we draw lines and like Jen brought up fact versus story, another thing you'll hear a lot in our community is the line and living above or below the line. And, and yes, I prefer how I feel above the line, but below the line isn't necessarily bad. And just like with the iceberg, the part that you see isn't better or worse than the part under the water. Unconscious doesn't always mean bad. You guys drive cars as an unconscious competence all the time. Like you're not thinking it's a habit to you, right? Some of you might get dressed before you leave the house. That might be an unconscious habit. It's probably a healthy one, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> but the awareness is the key. It's it, when we wanna change something, that's the first step. So we are going to take some more time here together and learn from our unconscious commitments and then shift if we want to. And our next guest is the beautiful Tammy Ramsey. And this is one of my, she's family to me. I just, I don't, I don't know how we're related, but we're family. I love this girl. She's amazing. And, and I wouldn't know her if it weren't for Optavia. So I'm so grateful for her. Tammy, do you want to share your story with us? Okay, great. Thank you so much. And yes, we are family, like long time too. I've been um, in the, on the program for seven and a half years and um, a coach for seven years. And I want to tell you, for six years, I rocked this and uh, felt fabulous, did all the things. And then I had a back injury and people, life happens. And 
all of a sudden I had a hidden concept that I wasn't aware that I had. I just knew that I was struggling and that I was judging myself just like Jen did. Like, how can I be a health coach if I can't get my act together and I can't um, eat healthy and I can't do the things that I need to do? Overall, I was eating healthy and I would try to be like, I'm going to, you know, I'm not, I'm going to give myself grace and it's okay that I wasn't perfect because that's what we got to do too, is to give ourselves grace and understand that we are human and that things come up. But something hit me during this uh, last challenge that we did, and we've talked about the hidden icebergs before. I've been to many trainings that we have dealt with this and and taught on this. But for some reason during this challenge, it it just really hit me. And um, I realized that um, above the surface is, is I picture the iceberg as above the surface that you see is your consciousness. So your consciousness is committed possibly to be in the healthiest you. I felt like I was committed consciously to be in the healthiest me. I created habits. I I, um, did all the things that I needed to do. I was active and, and did the things. But the under the water is the subconscious. And I didn't realize that subconsciously, I was committed to feeding my back pain. I would have just horrific back pain and um, I would catch myself eating things that I knew were not healthy for me. And it was like, it just made me not think about the pain for a hot second. It gave me a few minutes of relief in my mind, right? But I didn't realize that's what it was. In my mind, I was just sitting there going, man, why can't I get my act together? I was judging myself. I was judging myself and being hard on myself and beating myself up when I knew better. So um, we did this thing and I, and I'd like you guys all to just ask yourself, because I think that we have to ask ourselves the question to know the answer. We have to ask ourselves, what is our hidden commitment? What are we subconsciously committed to? that we're even unaware with. And how you do that is look at where you are and look at what your goal is and what things have you been doing to reach your goal or what things have you been doing to sabotage yourself in that goal? Because the sabotaging is what you are subconsciously committed to. And like I said, for me, I was subconsciously committed to feeding my pain. And when I said that out loud, it became this reality to me that, oh my gosh, that is what I have been doing. And so then I was able to refocus and kind of say, kind of align my consciousness with my subconscious. And I stated to myself, I am now committed to eating healthy. I am committed to easing my pain through resting when I need to and doing my yoga daily, which I need to do, and just taking better care of myself in a physical manner. And so once I said those commitments out loud, all of a sudden, everything hit. Um, I had put on about uh, 12 pounds, to be honest, over the past year with my back issues. And I've now lost six in just two weeks because I've been doing the things that I needed to do. And I am you know, where I need to be with my mind, because this is one thing I believe truly is where our mind goes, our body flows. 
So we have to be right here. Our conscious and our subconscious has to align with us in order to be able to be successful in anything we do with life, whether it's our health, healthy body, healthy mindset, healthy finances, whatever it is that you have goals, you're, you're, you have to have that alignment. So that's kind of my story that I wanted to share. And just to know that we are not perfect. This is a journey for all of us. We are all on a different journey. We all have different concepts. We all have different things hidden under the water in, in, in those different thoughts. And we definitely need to just quit telling ourselves stories and tell ourselves the stories we want to hear that make ourselves successful. So there you go. Thank you all. Oh my gosh, Tammy blowing my mind, my friend. Thank you so much for sharing. And thank you for both you and Jen for being willing to be vulnerable and share from your hearts. That's a big piece of our community that I love is, is people are real with each other. And it isn't always roses, right? But guess what? Life isn't always roses anyway. And as we really gain consciousness and understand what we want, that gives us the power to make the changes in our life. So good. I want to, I want to do a little activity with you, you guys. Um, if you're in a place where you can maybe just think about one of your goals or write one down or say it out loud, you're all on mute. It's okay. Say your goal and then examine underneath the water, what that looks like a little bit. And we're going to stop there for a sec. And I'm going to share with you some thoughts about unconscious commitments. So these are the things that we haven't ever really explicitly decided we'd commit to, but at some point we unconsciously committed to doing them. An example might be brushing your teeth before you leave the house. I hope most of us have that. I don't know. Um, but um, we never explicitly agreed to this rule, but at some point we accepted it as truth and committed to it. Some of our commitments are wise and help us exist in the world, like the one I mentioned earlier, like getting dressed in the morning. Um, many of our unconscious commitments aren't so harmless. In fact, you probably unconsciously committed to some pretty harmful things about yourself. Maybe you're unconsciously committed to believing that it's too hard to change or that you're fundamentally unlovable. Most of us are unconsciously committed to feeling comfortable. We're so married to this. We'll do just about anything we can to avoid feeling uncomfortable. We'll eat when we're not hungry. We'll, well, some of us, some people drink until they black out. We spend money we don't have on stuff we don't need. We'll watch Netflix while scrolling our phone at the same time. We'll even go to sleep to avoid ourselves. You've probably never stopped to ask yourself if you want to make these commitments because they're unconscious and yet you unconsciously accept them. It's important to recognize your unconscious commitments because they're the reason you're having trouble acting on your conscious commitments. So that goal I just had you write down, think about if you've ever broken that. And the next time you notice yourself breaking a conscious commitment, ask yourself, what am I unconsciously committed to that is outweighing my conscious commitment here? Get curious, not judgmental, and take responsibility for your unconscious beliefs and thoughts. I wanna give you some 
some time here. We have a few minutes left before we need to wrap up. And I want you to think about some of your unconscious commitments. Don and I have a few examples we were talking about earlier. Some of us are committed, say we are committed to losing 10 pounds. Oh, I just want to lose that last 10 pounds, right? But we find ourselves eating Chex Mix at 10 o'clock at night or going out with friends to grab ice cream or, you know. Eating not an Optavia brownie. Oh, I don't know why anyone would ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> They're my favorite brownies. <laughs> right? You guys, those are just a couple examples. Some of us say, oh my gosh, I need to just, I need to get myself into a good routine and I need to get up early and do da, 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 da. And we, we get a list of all the things we want to do in the morning. And then what happens when we wake up, when the alarm goes off, we roll over and we hit snooze. So our, our conscious commitment, we say something but what we're actually doing, the results speak louder than what we say. I'm committed to sleeping in. And what if you said that to yourself and you got okay with that until you were really ready to do something about it? I'm more committed to sleeping in. And then one day you go, hmm, today's the day I'm more committed to making that change in my life. And be, being conscious and aware of it allows you to actually create that change in your life. So I just want to encourage everybody here, as you're going through your life, thinking about what you want. We got really clear in element one about why we're here. In element two, we got really clear about, um, oh, excuse me, one, why we're here, two, what we want, three, we got really clear on how to get there. We learned all about habit loops. And you guys can go back and review stuff in the life book anytime. I have probably done the first four elements like 15 times because I love them so much. And I learn every time I read, I'm like, Oh, I didn't see that sentence before. How did I miss this? Oh my gosh. I finally, I finally understand something different that I did before, but honestly, nothing will change in your life long-term until you get curious and take radical responsibility of what's under the water. Those unconscious commitments are really what define you. And as I said, our results speak, right? Results speak. If I say I want to do, I want something, but I'm not making time for it, maybe I don't really want it. Am I okay with not really wanting it, like John said? Or do I want to make some changes? And I just want to encourage you to have these conversations with yourself. Have these conversations with your coach. Have these conversations with your children and your partner. You guys, this is a life-changing principle. Most people don't understand the magic that this creates, like Dr. A said. When we get real and we look inside and change our inner world, the way our outer world shows up is brighter and clearer and more brilliant than you ever imagined. And that's why I picked this picture for this. I love how the sun shines through the ice. And that's our results, right? All the work we've done, it works into this point of beauty where we get to show up in the world how we really want to show up. 
And that's when synergy happens. That's when this beauty of life really gets amazing is when we become creators and we, we create the life we always wanted to live. So I want to just invite you. Oh my gosh. I just realized this is last month's, but it's the same date because it's March 9th next week. <laughs> there's a health and hope night with Dr. A. I grabbed this graphic and didn't look at the date, um, but it is the same basically, except it's March 9th. So we're going to be at a different zoom number. And I, I and, and I know that that can be hard. So um, ask your coach for the link. If you don't have it, it's, we're going to, we're going to have it on Facebook as well. But, um, and then the week after that, we're coming back to this zoom room for our healthy together there. Amber put the zoom room in the chat. We're also going to send this out to everybody. Um, but, but please join us. And um, we appreciate you being here tonight. We're going to shift gears a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit more about Optavia and kind of coaching and what that might look like for people. So if you can't uh, stick around, that's fine. Feel free to hop off. But we're grateful that you came and shared some time. Uh, we're going to go through a few things um, here, like I said, as we kind of shift gears. Um, people a lot of times ask us, they'll be like, hey, talk, talk to us a little bit about this Optavia. Tell us about it. Well, it's a billion dollar brand. Um, we've had over 2 million lives that have been positively, positively affected by Optavia. And in 2020, it was the second fastest growing company in the world per Fortune magazine, which is pretty cool uh, to think about. Um, and as a business, this is the other, 